Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur here to help you navigate the messiness of mom life and biz life. Each week, my guests and I will share our experiences, insights, and tips to help you move your business from survival mode to success mode. So grab your favorite drink and let's dive in because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome to episode 173 of the Girl Means Business podcast. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which is branding, but not just any branding conversation. We're going to be talking about how to infuse your brand with your personality. So I want to start off by talking about why is that even important? Like, why is it important enough for me to create an entire podcast episode about this? Well, here's the thing. You most likely are a solopreneur. Maybe you have a handful of a VA or a graphic designer or someone that freelances for you. But for the most part, this is your baby. It's your business. And so that means that when someone sends you a message, when somebody inquires about your products or services, it's you that they are having conversations with. When someone sends you a DM or comments on your Instagram post, it's you who's responding to them. And so you are the face and the voice of your business. And because of that, it should reflect who you are as a person. You've probably heard people say, and if you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me say this a lot, which is people buy from people. People connect with people. Not a logo, not a pretty font or a really cutely done graphic from Canva, they connect with you as another human that they have something in common with. And the only way they're going to do that is if you are putting yourself into your business. Now, I know based on conversations that I've had with a lot of you, this is something that's a little bit of a challenge for some people, especially if you are an introvert, especially if you're someone who maybe is a little hesitant to put yourself out there or you're insecure about things. Trust me, I have been there. I can write the book on being insecure about putting yourself out there. Maybe I will someday, who knows? But my point of that is that it can all be done in baby steps. And eventually you will wake up one day and you'll be like, oh, wow, okay, this isn't so scary anymore. Because that's where I've gotten to in my business. It's not so scary anymore for me to sit here and talk to you on this podcast, to put myself on a video on Instagram, to share my story or share my voice. And so I want to help you get comfortable doing that. And today I want to share four easy ways that you can start to infuse your business with your personality so that when someone comes across your brand, When someone comes across your website, your Pinterest feed, your Instagram feed, your video, your podcast, whatever it is you're putting out into the world, they feel connected to it on a level that they're not going to feel if you are holding back or if you are putting up a wall between you and your audience. So let's check out these four tips I have for you today, kind of dive into them in a quick way. I want to make this a quick episode for you, and hopefully they will give you a little bit of a boost you need to start putting yourself more into your brand. All right, so tip number one is going to have me already apologizing to all of the English teachers out there who have taught us all how to write in this you know, formatted way that sounds professional and is edited and is polished because I'm going to tell you to do the exact opposite. 
So tip number one is to write and speak the way you do in everyday conversations. This might seem a little awkward at first, especially if you're coming from a corporate environment where everything has to be a certain way and it has to sound really professional. But if you want people to connect with you, they need to understand a little bit more about who you are, how you speak. This is one of my favorite things about podcasts is that I get to hear people's voices. You get to hear me talking. You get to hear my inflections and any weird Texas accents that come out in conversations. And you get to hear my highs and my lows and all the things that come from having an actual conversation with someone outside of the written form. This can also be done in written form, though, because you're not always going to be speaking what you want to say. Now, unless you're doing full podcast or only YouTube videos. But a lot of times you're going to be creating content that are blog posts or Instagram captions or Facebook posts or Pinterest pens or whatever other written content you're putting out there, email blast. You can still infuse those with your own voice. You can do this by writing the way that you talk. You are going to hear me say this a couple of times in this episode, most likely, but I really truly mean it, that I want you to feel like everything you're doing in your business is authentic to you. So if you are somebody who does not like to sit and read a script, then don't read a script. If you're someone who likes to have use slang terms or abbreviations or emojis when you write things out because they're fun and they're playful, do it. If you're someone who likes to be more polished and perfected, and maybe you really get into grammar and punctuation, all the things that I'm terrible at, that is who you are. So be that person because you're going to attract the people who appreciate that as well, or the people who aspire to be more like the way you are. If you are trying to act or speak or write in a way that's not authentic to you, you're going to get really burned out. And people are going to know, they're going to be able to tell that you're not being authentic to yourself. It's also going to be a dead giveaway if you go on video and you sound one way or you act one way, you speak one way, and then all of your content sounds completely different. This is one of the problems I have with people who get someone to create all their social media content for them without really getting into the nitty gritty of voice and making sure that even if you have someone else creating content for you and writing captions for you, it still needs to be in your voice because otherwise there's going to be a disconnect. And I can spot it immediately when I go on someone's Instagram page and I see them on stories and they are one way. And then I go read their captions and it sounds like super polished and well-written or, you know, it's very like professional sounding. And I'm like, that doesn't resonate with the person I just saw on stories or that I watched in that Instagram live video or that I've seen on YouTube. So you want to make sure that it's your voice, it's your personality, and that it matches across all of your platforms. All right, moving on to number two. So now that you have your voice, and it sounds like you, when someone's reading your words, they can hear your voice in their head, you also want to create cohesion with your graphics and your design elements. Now, this is something that I really struggled with at the beginning of growing the Girl Means Business brand. When I started the podcast, when I started the Instagram page, I thought I needed to have sort of this um, popular visual aesthetic, which was very light and kind of washed out 
and muted and bright and airy and very kind of bland, like nothing that was really too colorful. You wanted it to feel very clean. And I did that for a long time. I used stock photos. I had this sort of washed out um, graphic for my podcast episodes. It was pretty. (laughs) And by pretty, I mean kind of vanilla. It just wasn't me. It didn't have my voice. It, It could have been any random person running that podcast or Instagram account. And it wasn't until I started really kind of infusing myself into that brand and visually, aesthetically putting myself into the brand. Not even talking about like my voice or anything here on the podcast, but just the visual aspects. I redid my entire website. I changed up my entire um, look on Instagram. I went with my rich jewel tones that I absolutely love, kind of this deserty boho vibe. Um, I switched up my website to match the same thing. I had a whole color palette that I was running with, and I started having consistency in the graphics I was creating. Now I have someone, an amazing graphic designer, who helps create my graphics for all my Instagram posts, and it's so easy for her to step in and match my brand aesthetics, to match the voice and the personality because I have the brand aesthetics in place. I have the colors, I have the fonts, I have the visual style that I like to showcase. Now, will that change over time? Maybe, who knows? Maybe in a couple of years from now, I'll decide that this is no longer my style, I'll switch it up, I'll tweak it, I'll gradually make changes over time. That is 100% possible and absolutely acceptable to do. Your brand should match who you are in this moment. Think about artists. I like to go to Taylor Swift as a perfect example. All of her albums are very different from each other. And each time she has recorded a new album, it's usually based around something happening in her life. And she kind of takes on this persona. She takes on this lifestyle, this voice, this this visual brand of what that album is about. And then the next album, she's grown and she's evolved and she's changed. And her next album represents that. And then with her latest albums, it's gone to this like kind of the folklore and the, um, you know, a little bit more like quiet, subdued, like happy, calm feeling. And that's totally fine because that's who she has become. That's who she is right now. So your brand can evolve. Your brand can grow with who you are as you grow as a person. That's completely fine. I don't want you to feel like that you have to be stuck in this one brand decision or that you have to completely rebrand every time that you decide you want to change something up. If I decide at some point I want to add a little pop of pink into my brand, I'm going to add a little pop of pink because maybe I'm feeling really like happy and energetic and just bright. I need bright colors in my life in that moment. I can do that. If I decide that the you know boho desert vibe is not me anymore, I can change it up. Totally fine. So I don't want it to feel like it's this box you have to put yourself into, but you do need to define what your brand looks like visually so that it matches the feeling people get when they get to know you as the person behind the brand. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Moving on to number three, this is the one I probably get the most pushback from when I talk about it with my clients or when I put it onto social media, because it is a very sensitive topic, and that is putting yourself into your brand, putting your beautiful face into the world. It can be really intimidating. Trust me, I was a photographer, right? Yes, I technically still am a photographer. And there's a reason I like taking pictures because I'm the one behind the camera, not in front of it. It took a lot of pushing and encouraging and reinforcement from people around me to go, okay, no, I can do this and to feel comfortable doing this. Just a few minutes ago, as I was recording these episodes, I went Um, on my Instagram stories and recorded a quick video because I was having some technical difficulties with my computer. I thought maybe my internet family could help me resolve my issue. And I didn't even think twice about what I was wearing, the fact that I have zero makeup on, that I got my hair colored today and I still have a little bit of like hair dye on my forehead. It didn't faze me because that's just who I am. And if you don't like the fact that I have a little bit of hair down my forehead when I got on my stories, then I'm not the person for you. And that's okay. But I didn't get there overnight. It took time. It took practice. And it took just putting myself out there. So start small. Have professional photos taken that make you feel good, that you like to look at, and start posting photos of yourself on social media. Then go a step further and create a quick little video or do an Instagram reel where you're just kind of lip syncing to somebody else's audio. That's very minimal effort. Doesn't require to use your own voice. You don't have to dance and point. You can just literally look in the camera and say a few words and you have a video. And then work your way up to going onto your stories and talking, doing a live video, getting on a podcast or putting yourself in front of a YouTube video. It doesn't have to happen all overnight. Getting to where I am in my comfort level of sharing myself online has taken me a good two to three years. And even before that, in my photography business, I still didn't really show up as myself. I would put the random headshot that I took that I was like, okay, I like that one. And I would share the same headshot like every couple of weeks just because it's the only photo I felt like I looked good in. But it gradually started to build 
And a lot of times it came from putting myself out there and getting positive feedback. We're so focused on the negative that might happen that we don't think about the positive, that putting ourselves out there is going to help somebody, that somebody might actually come back and be like, oh, I needed to hear this today, or be like, oh, I love that you know you showed up with a messy bun and no makeup, because that makes me feel like I can do it now too. I saw this post today on Elise Myers' um, Instagram stories, and if you're not following Elise Myers, please go check her out, because she's incredible. And she shows up all the time with messy hair and no makeup and a t-shirt and shorts or a sweatshirt. And she had reposted where somebody else had shared to their stories. They were in the car and they were messy behind no makeup, t-shirt and shorts. And the caption on the little photo in the girl's story said, almost put on makeup and got dressed to do this Instagram story. And then thought to myself, would Elise Myers have done that? No, so now I'm going to be here and show up in my messy bun, no makeup, and t-shirt. And Elise Myers was like, same, you know, and she showed that she's literally in the same outfit, messy bun, no makeup, t-shirt. And I thought, this is what we need more of in the world. We need more people to show up as they are and give the rest of us permission to do the same. So this is me showing up and giving you permission to just be yourself and show up on social media, on your website, on a podcast, on a YouTube video, in your emails, wherever you're showing up, show up, show your face, and let people get to know who you are. Because it makes such a big difference in people connecting with you as a human, as a person, as opposed to just this person who's putting out this beautiful content or this great, valuable content It's even more powerful when they connect that to who you are as a person. All right, last but not least, number four is to share stories. Now, this may seem a little odd for personality conversation, but for centuries, we as humans have used story as a way of communicating with each other. And it's no different nowadays. We just have a different medium that we use to share those stories. Now, I've read a couple of different books, Building a Story Brand um, and Stories That Stick. There's lots of books out there about why storytelling is so powerful. And there's something that happens in our brains when we hear stories that we immediately get sucked into. You know, you could sit and listen to a lecture or a TED Talk that's really informative and has tons of great value and all this information But if it doesn't involve a story that hooks you in, you kind of just zone out every once in a while. But there's all these studies that are done that when people are listening to stories, our brains are engaged way more than they are when we listen to anything else. And so using story as a way to hook people in and allowing them to get to know you better, what better way to learn about somebody than to hear the story of who they are? Think about when you meet a new friend. One of the first things you ask is like, tell me about you. What do you do? You know, what, what is your job? Where did you grow up? What do you like to do for fun? They're all sharing kind of pieces of their story. So sharing your pieces of your story with your audience is a great way to make connections and add your personality. Again, start simple. It can be something as little as, what's the story behind how you started your brand? What made you decide to start a business? Were there any pitfalls, any struggles? What were the things that you had to overcome or accomplish? And then you can share about who you are as a person. I talk a lot about being a mom 
and the good, the bad, the ugly that comes from motherhood and being a business owner. I talk about my life. I talk about funny things that happened to me. I, you know, I went, told you earlier, I went on my stories today and talked about my technology issues with my laptop today. Those are all pieces of the story that let people into who you are. That's why when you go on Instagram, they're called Instagram stories because they're little snippets and little glimpses into the story of who you are as a person. So utilize that. Go out there and start telling your story. A great place to do this is on your website, on your About Me page. Tell a little bit about your story. Who are you? What do you do? What's made you decide to start this company or this business? What made you decide to live where you live or go into the career that you decided to go into? These are all things that someone as a new friend would want to know. So why wouldn't your new followers, your new clients, your new customers, they want to know those things too. So stories is a great way to get to add your personality into your business. And you don't even have to do it in a speaking voice. You can do it in written form if that's more comfortable for you. You can do it in little snippets in little bite-sized pieces on a podcast or a video series or an audio series or emails or your stories on Instagram. So find ways to incorporate your stories into your content and you will absolutely find connections with your audience. All right, guys, so those are the four tips for helping you to infuse personality into your brand. It's writing the way you talk. It's creating cohesive graphics and design elements. It's showing up as yourself and putting your face into the world. And it's sharing your story and the story of your life. Those are the things that are going to help your audience and your prospective clients to feel more in touch with who you are as a person. So I want you to pay attention to when you're going online, who is it that you're following and why? Are you following them because they have really valuable advice Or are you following them because you like who they are as a person? What have they shared with you that makes you interested in who they are as a person? Start to go into the content you're consuming as a viewer of how can I take what's working for them, because clearly they've hooked me in, and use that in my own brand. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. If you liked this conversation... Make sure you tune in next week because I'm going to be interviewing a brand expert to go a little bit deeper into what exactly is your brand, what are the pieces of it that you need to be putting together to make a really incredible brand that draws people in and helps you to stand out. Now, before you go, I have one more thing I want to ask you, and it's kind of a favor. I would love if you would take just a couple of seconds to go and leave me a review over on Apple Podcast. It makes such a difference when it comes to helping other people decide if this is a podcast they think they might be interested in. And it's just nice to hear your feedback. I want to know that you're listening. I want to know what your thoughts are, your episodes that you've loved, questions you have, or episodes you'd like to hear about. So you can go do that on Apple Podcasts. Just tap the leave a review Give me however many stars you want to give me. And if you want to write a little something to go with it, that would be amazing. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. 
And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business and send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories, tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.